Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, as always, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, as well as Twitter, TST double underscore radio. And if you visit our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, you'll find my books, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, and a link to our Patreon page for behind-the-scenes content. Otherwise, just search The Secret Teachings on one of the radio or podcast players where you listen to radio or podcasts, and you should be able to pull up the show. If not, just visit our website, and there is a link there to all of the different podcast radio players And there is an embedded player on our website where you can listen to all of our past shows as well. If you do want to get rid of the monetized advertisements, though, that's how we support this show partially. But if you want to get rid of them and still support the show, you can subscribe to the monetized free archive. So there aren't any monetized advertisements and you'll get access to the show to download, to stream. You'll get a private RSS feed, early access to the show when it's pre-recorded. That could mean up to 12 hours before it typically airs Monday through Friday night. And you'll also get access to our montages and digital versions of all of my books. Just visit thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate Subscribe button, and there should be some information there that will help you make the decision. But if you do have questions, you can email us again at rdgable at yahoo.com. Last night we drew down... The Scarlet Moon, the Scarlet Moon, the eclipse that took place on Sunday, came right after a shooting in Buffalo, New York, at a Topps grocery store, leaving 13 people injured or dead. And the media, one of the articles we read from the USA Today, found it necessary to break down the 13 people into groups of three. They said 10 people were killed. Three people were injured. They were shot. But they said that the shooter was in the parking lot at 2.30 p.m. when he opened fire Saturday. And he killed three people in the parking lot. They also found it necessary to tell us exactly how far the supermarket was from downtown Buffalo. The supermarket was three miles from downtown Buffalo. For some reason, the number three... And sure, it could be pure coincidence, but for some reason, the number three in big events like this seems to pop up so consistently that it almost feels as if it's being placed in a news article intentionally. I've thought this for years. I mean, we go back to 10 years ago, go back to 2012, and there were mass shootings in 2011, 2012, 2013, when I was first kind of looking into this, and I was wondering, why does the number, I mean, it's everywhere, the number 
three or the number 13, the number three or the number 13, over and over and over and over again. Now, from an esoteric point of view, we know the number three, the Holy Trinity, a unification of opposites to create a third. There, there are a lot of different ways to look at the number three and to define it. And there's the same kind of definition that can be derived from the number 13. Although the number 13 can be defined with a specific word, one word, regeneration. Or you could look at the number 13 and say recycling, because that's what the number 13 is. It's a recycling of the cycle of 12. So once the cycle of 12, 12 months, 12 signs of the zodiac, once the sun passes through them, once we pass through the 12 months, we have a year and the cycle starts over. So 12 and then 13 would become one again. 13 is essentially regeneration and rebirth. So the number 13 has a very important relationship with, let's call it Christ consciousness, with the various gods and goddesses who died and were born again to bring light and life to the world. Yes, not just gods, also goddesses. An 8,000-plus-year-old goddess named Ame Terasu in Japan also died for our sins, was placed into a cave, and then brought back into the world to bring light, warmth, and light back to this barren landscape. That's why we know, you know, Japan is the land of the rising sun. In fact, the kanji for Japan is the words beginning, sun, or sun beginning. Sun beginning, the beginning of the sun, the sun rising in the east. And that's the direction that magicians will, will face when they pray or they perform their rituals. They will face the east, the rising sun in the morning. So we have the number 13 and the number 3, and they pop up and they appear in these events, especially the events like the shooting in Buffalo, where for some reason the media finds it necessary to isolate the number 3 and 13 over and over and over and over and over again and keep repeating it over and over and over again as if it's some kind of important piece of the puzzle. And we also had other shootings this weekend in, in, in St. Louis City in Missouri. There were several shootings, and the media found it necessary in one of the articles, one of the first articles that reported the, these shootings, to, to tell you that one of the shootings began at 3 p.m. Same thing, 3 p.m. And how many people were shot overall? 13 people. I mean, it's over and over and over again. Now, there were two shootings, one over this weekend and one a few days ago that aren't related to 3 and 13, and they didn't receive much attention at all. There was a shooting in Orange County, California, and there was a shooting a few days ago before this weekend in Georgia at a Publix grocery store. And the funny thing is about the shooting at the Publix grocery store, there were some news articles that suggested that it was no longer safe to go to the grocery store. WSB-TV2 Atlanta reported this May 11th. So this wasn't this weekend. This was last week, May 11th. Shame you can't even go to the grocery store. Shame you can't even go grocery shopping anymore. Customers react to shooting outside of a Publix. Now, there's no threes. There's no 13s in this article. 
But it tells us that in Georgia, officials in DeKalb County had to shoot a man after seeing him shoot another man near a public entrance. Now, it doesn't have any numerological significance, but this was on May 11th, and the headline, shame you can't even go grocery shopping anymore. A few days later, we have a shooting at a Topps grocery store in Buffalo, New York. Over the weekend, also again, 13 shot in St. Louis City over the weekend. So violence in Buffalo, Orange County, and St. Louis City. Three shootings, one receiving all of the attention, but the other two making the number of shootings this weekend that received any amount of attention, three. So three shootings, 13 13 3 over and over again. So now what does that mean and what is the significance of that? Well, if you go back to last Friday, what was Friday? What was the date of Friday? It was Friday the 13th. We know about the superstition of Friday the 13th. It could go back to the purging of the Knights Templar and the burning of their leadership at the stake in front of the Notre Dame Cathedral, the Our Lady Cathedral. But it could have other meaning throughout history as well. Friday the 13th, and then Saturday, a shooting involving 13 people, and then another series of shootings involving 13 people, a series of three total shootings, and then Sunday, the Scarlet Moon, or the Blood Moon, indicative of sacrifice, indicative of spilling blood, a bad omen in the ancient world. Something bad was to happen, and so the ancient people would sacrifice people to appease the gods, to prevent them from blocking out the moon or turning it a different color. You know, we forget how important the celestial bodies were to our ancestors. They saw them as necessary for life. We don't, I don't think we even see the sun as necessary for life anymore. In fact, we see the the sun as a political talking point that the sun is making the earth too hot and we need to block the sun out. Our ancestors knew that if they didn't have sunlight, crops didn't grow. They died. Today, I don't think we see the heavenly bodies like we used to. And in fact, our ancestors actually saw the sun and the moon as planets in our solar system. So that's where we get the idea of, of having the 13th planet because the sun and the moon are included in that famous... Um, famous series of stories by Zachariah Sitchin, you know, the Earth Chronicles, they included the sun and the moon in the planetary uh, configuration. So Friday the 13th, shootings with 13s and 3s, a scarlet moon on Sunday, a scarlet moon or an eclipse known as the blood moon, and we know that the number 13 is regeneration and the number of killing the king. Killing the king means that during harvest time, we cut the crops down with a scythe, like Saturn the Grim Reaper, and we turn those crops into various forms of uh, food stores and food that we consume in a Thanksgiving-like feast, and we have for hundreds of years. So we basically eat the bread of the God, eat the body of the God, and drink his wine, drink his blood, a last supper, a Thanksgiving. We've done this throughout a lot of human history, meaning that the killing of the king is the decapitation of the God in the fall, and then the God resurrects in the spring 
to bring light and life back to the world. This is, of course, the story once again of Christ. It's the story of Ame Teresu. It's the story of Persephone and Demeter. It's the story of a number of gods and goddesses throughout human history. And here's the thing that I find pertinent to share with you. When somebody asks you, for example, I posted this on social media. I said, Friday the 13th, then a shooting involving 13, and then a blood or scarlet moon on Sunday, three days, and then three shootings, and the number 13 regeneration, killing the king, the blood moon, and all of the other stuff we've talked about recently relating to crops and grains and things like that, the Zions, for example, the sword, the corn protein, and basically how we're decapitating the grain god now in the spring instead of the fall, which is a reversal of the process. So I posted that on social media, and I have people asking me, how is it that you don't think you're a conspiracy theorist? Because that is just an outrageous conspiracy theory. And I sincerely sat there and I thought about it. I really thought about it. And I thought, what do you mean that's a conspiracy theory? One person asked me to prove it. I said, prove what? Friday was the 13th. There was a shooting of 13 people on Friday. There's another shooting of 13 people. There were three total shootings. And then there was an eclipse or a blood moon on Sunday. I, I don't know what I need to prove about that is what I was thinking. That's what I told the person. I'm, there's nothing to prove. That's just what happened. That's just, it's, it's, there's nothing to prove there. That's just what happened. So someone asked me, what, what, do you have proof that Friday was the 13th? Literally, I said, yeah, a calendar. <laughs> it's the 13th. But, I, but, but what they're, I think what they're getting at when people ask that question is, what do you think the significance is of these events? Why do you think that it is significant? It's not just a regular old event. And why do you think that the blood moon, for example, has more significance than just a simple eclipse? Well, it's because our ancestors, I'm guessing here, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing our ancestors looked at the blood moon, which, by the way, was a Scorpio blood moon, very important, and they associated and they anthropomorphized the blood moon in Scorpio as an intelligence, as a certain form of dark entity or demon or spirit. And whether you agree with it or not, the fact is, the F-A-C-T is, the fact is a blood moon in Scorpio relates directly to a very ancient goddess, a very ancient spirit named Lilith or Labrusha. The relationship is so close that there's no way to dispute that a Scorpio blood moon with all of its associated characteristics and attributes is a natural expression of what our ancestors anthropomorphized as a spirit, again by the name of Labrusha, which was the Jewish name, or Lilith, which is the Semitic name. Translates to something like Screech Owl. And there is reference to it in the Bible. There was likely reference to Lilith in other versions of the Bible, but they were subsequently deleted, removed, burned, etc., etc., etc. So we're talking then about the power of the moon and the influence the moon has on all of us. The, the moon supposedly controls the currents of the ocean. 
So the moon is very much like the trident. The trident controls the currents of the water, the currents, just like our currency, our money, and just like the currents of our energy that we utilize in order to obtain that money. It's our emotions, our currents, our electricity. So the trident controls that emotion. It controls the ocean. It controls the currents of our emotions. It controls the currents of the oceans. It controls our emotional states. So the currency of both ourselves, our money, and the oceans controlled by the trident, very similar because the moon also controls the currents, very similar to the moon. So the moon is basically a large trident in the sky, if you will. And the moon is known as the great reflector because the moon doesn't actually have any expression of light, you know, with the exception of flashes of light on the surface that have been documented since at least the 1500s, but it doesn't actually give off any light. We all know that. So it's a reflection of the sun's light. And because of this, in esoteric circles, they say that since the sun is so bright and it reflects off the moon, and that's what this blood eclipse is, it's an alignment of the three, it reflects off the moon. The spiritual power of the moon is so intense, the spiritual influence, that it can only reflect light, and that has an effect on our emotional, our psychological, uh, our our internal spiritual state. Basically that it's only because of the position and cycles of the sun and moon in relationship to each other and to the earth that we are able to express ourselves, that we're able to even be conscious. The moon reflects down light from the, from the sun. And because reflected light is weaker than direct light, the result is considerable spiritual influences that would otherwise overwhelm our spirit and our soul. That's the esoteric version. The scientific version is, back in the 1970s, 1978, there was a huge cycle, uh, or survey rather, carried out of lunar cycles, and it was published in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry. There have been several published since then. Some don't find correlations, others do. But this was in Florida in 1978, and they found that violent assault and murders peaked around the full moon. So from a scientific and psychological point of view, a full moon or an eclipse, a significant lunar event, is indicative of violent assault, murder, etc., 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 here on planet Earth. Controlling of the tides and the currents of the ocean, the emotions, and controlling of our emotions, our emotional states. People become more aggressive. People become more violent. People become more animalistic. That's why we call it lunacy. Comes from Luna, the moon. That's the psychological. That's the scientific. The esoteric is there's a spirit of the moon. There's a spirit of the blood moon. That spirit of the moon of the blood moon is La Brucia. It is Lilith. It is also, whether you like it or not, Yahweh or Jehovah. Jehovah was a moon god. And Jehovah cast the light of the morning star Lucifer down to earth. So God cast Lucifer out of the heavens. Well, Lucifer, Venus, the morning star, the light was cast out of the heavens onto earth by the great reflector in the sky. I think it's really a beautiful, beautiful series of stories. 
and it brings us these characters that you know might not know that Jehovah is a moon god or that Lilith or Labrusha is a demon temptress they call her a bunch of different names a night spirit etc 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 and there's something that Lilith does that's just really interesting if you and we're going to look at this in the second segment tonight but if you look at the story of Lilith she is a a spirit that her name is rooted in the Semitic word for night. So Lilith essentially means night, but it also translates as screech owl. And she typically has owls that surround her. Now, at first, she was a wind spirit. She was also seen as a tree spirit. And she was identified as a bird woman. So she already has a correlation, uh, a connection to Isis. And if you study Wiccanism or witchcraft, or you study esoterica, you'll find that there are two women, two female goddesses throughout history that, and they're the only ones that knew the name of the creator. Isis in Egypt knew the name of God, and Lilith, the temptress, knew the name of God. Now, she appears as a beautiful woman or a hag appears as either one, classical witch-type expression, a black cat, a snake, a bird, an owl, etc., and she's usually dressed in red. It's not just because of the color red, it's that Lilith is the red lady, the red Luna, the scarlet moon. And because she was cast out of the garden, that's the Garden of Eden, she was the first woman, according to tradition, and God sent angels after her to subdue her, But she knew the name of God, so she was able to fight them off. And because of her anger, she vowed to kill babies, cause women to become infertile, and became the first succubus of men in their dreams. Kill babies, cause infertility, and become the first succubus of men in their dreams. So Lilith causes infertility. Lilith kills babies. There's a lot going on right now in relationship to these things. Women are having, and it's becoming more and more documented, bizarre, abnormal menstrual cycles. It's been going on for months now, maybe even a year. And we've got a baby formula shortage. We've got talk of Roe versus Wade being overturned. We have a lot of things that relate to the spirit of Lilith. And that blood moon is just the start of her drawing down of her invocation. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Stay with us. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoyed the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Maybe you've heard of the spirit of night, Lilith, or La Bruxa. Maybe you haven't. See, I used to think that Lilith, or La Bruxa, was just a fanciful story and that it didn't have any kind of mythological or symbolic, didn't have any kind of basis to it. Just a story. And I think a lot of Christians don't like this story because it interferes with their version of of creation and their version of biblical events. But the story of Lilith can be found in ancient Jewish traditions. In fact, the word Lilith is rooted in the Semitic word for night, and it's defined as a screech owl. You know, owls typically hunt by night, and owls are significant because owls, whether it's Athena's owls or it's the owls that we, we see just as an owl as, as symbols, they represent being able to see through darkness. So being able to see through lies, being able to see through deceit, or it could represent a form of, of, of seal for spreading lies and spreading deceit. Owls are usually perched on a pile of books. If you look at the cover of my book, Occult Arcana, you'll see I have some owls perched on the books because an owl is a symbol of wisdom. 
The owl is a symbol of knowledge. So the owl is a, a very sacred symbol. And nighttime doesn't have to be evil. It's just when the lines are blurred between things and it becomes difficult to tell what is what. So for a spirit like Lilith to be called the night spirit, that sounds really, really dark. But it doesn't have to be dark because there are some stories where Lilith is not a, a heartless, bloodthirsty, temptress. In fact, it might just be that the church smeared her in this way. And because she was smeared as this temptress, as this whore, she essentially becomes the whore of Babylon, La Bruxa. She becomes the red woman. Now, it is interesting that if you go back into ancient Sumer, contrary to popular belief, women were considered incredibly sacred beings. In fact, in the mystery schools, a woman administered the final ritual. The woman would provide you with a sacred drink. It would make you hallucinate and put you into a death-like state, and that would be part of the three-day process in the tomb before you'd be resurrected. Part of the mystery schools, you'd be placed in the bridal chamber, like, you know, the Bride of Christ. And Christianity just took from the ancient mysteries and made them their own and made them, and that's not a negative thing, they made them more available to the public. You know, being born again, a born-again Christian, the bridal chamber, the Bride of Christ, resurrection, regeneration, the number 13. So Christianity, it's not a bad thing. I know Christians don't like the association, but they, they, they took from these ancient mystery schools. Call them whatever you want to call them, but women were considered sacred, and women administered the final rite of the ritual. And when a woman was administering that rite, it's believed, based on the writings and, and what we know about uh, ancient Sumer and the mystery schools, you know, and Sumeria was, was a large area, so there's different cultures uh, you know, as well. But in ancient Babylon, that's we get the whore of Babylon, because the, the, the name, for example, ritual, comes from Reitu, which means truth. And it also has a root in the word red. So red, the truth, the woman, the red woman, and the women would wear red robes. And it was only later that the red robes became associated with, because of a translation, the word hieridol, which is a word that represents the priestess in this area of the world, the hieridol was translated as harlot or whore, intentionally or otherwise. So the red woman administering the sacred drink in the mysteries in the bridal chamber to bring forth, like Lazarus from the grave, to bring forth the initiate out of their slumber after three days, the woman in red became the whore of Babylon, the harlot, the hieridol of that translation. So perhaps Lilith as a night spirit was smeared by the church. She certainly in the Jewish story was made to be submissive to God. At least that's the story that we have from the Jewish mystical tradition. And there are various versions of the story, but Lilith was angry about being submissive. She wanted to be considered totally equal. So she decided 
Lilith decided she would leave the garden. And Adam was very distraught. So Adam goes, God, can you please bring my partner back? And God sends out angels to fetch her. But the angels find Lilith, and Lilith knows something that nobody else knows except for the goddess Isis. She knows the name of God. She utters the name of God. She subdues the angels. So Lilith is very powerful. And because God sends angels after her, she becomes even more distraught, and therefore she vows to do the opposite of what God does. She vows to destroy rather than to create. She devour, uh, d- 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 determines to devour children. Literally, that's the story. She vows to destroy, to devour, and to kill babies. She also vows to cause women to become infertile. And she becomes the first seducer of men by working in their dreams to tempt them. Now, why do I bring up the story of Lilith or La Bruxa tonight? Because it's a continuation of last night's show, The Drawing Down of the Scarlet Moon. The Scarlet Moon is the moon of Lilith. The funny thing is, if you go to, let's say, for example, go to, go to NASA, go to CNN, go to space.com, go to some of those science websites or mainstream news, and read about the Scarlet Moon Sunday night into Monday morning. And it'll tell you the sun, the earth, the moon, they form a straight line in the sky, and the moon turns a blood red color. It'll tell you that it's a Scorpio moon. That's all fine. No big deal. Doesn't really imply much of anything unless you know the story of Lilith. Then you'll know that it wasn't just a scarlet moon. It was a Lilith moon. It was a Labrusha moon. That Labrusha moon is a Lilith moon. Why? Well, because the planet that Lilith is associated with is the moon. Her color is red. She's almost always depicted with red clothing and either jet black hair or red hair on top of the red clothing. She is the red woman, the red lady. Her planet is the moon. And her time, if we're talking about correspondences and correlations, her time is the time of equinoxes and solstices and lunar events like eclipses. Her sign is Scorpio. So you have a red woman whose symbol is the moon, whose time is that of an eclipse, and whose symbol is Scorpio, the backbiter. What does that tell us? That tells us that the moon that we call scarlet or corn, they call it the corn moon, is the Labrusha moon. It's the Lilith moon. And it's not just because of these correspondences. It's because we have Friday the 13th, the sacrifice of the Templars, burning at the stake, cutting throats, etc. Then we have 13 people involved in a shooting in Buffalo, two other shootings for a total of three, the media making the Buffalo shooting more more important, more significant than the others. The Topps grocery store is three miles from downtown, 
Three people were killed in the parking lot. Three people were injured inside. This is what the media is reporting, not what I'm going to find. That's what USA Today reported initially. But there were two other shootings, so a total of three over the weekend. One of those other shootings, they got a little more attention than than the Orange County shooting, was the shootings in, there were several of them, in St. Louis City. Thirteen people were shot. Thirteen, three And then the next day, the lunar eclipse, the blood moon, blood sacrifice, the blood moon. Now, when I talk about this, I understand that it it sounds, I guess it depends on your perspective. But when I talk about this, it sounds like, well, there's another conspiracy theory. He said that the shooting was caused by the moon or that it's, it's a, he's saying it's a conspiracy theory that all these things happen together. To be honest with you, I, I honestly, I sincerely don't even know what what that means. I, I don't know what it means that it's a conspiracy theory. I, I that that doesn't register to me. I don't know. Th- I don't know what the definition of those words are. Maybe I'm stupid. What I know is Friday the thirteenth, three shootings, thirteens and threes, and then a blood moon. That's all I know. Over three days, to me, that's I don't know significant. To me, that's important. And whether you practice astrology, whether you practice magic, whether you practice any of these things or know about any of these things, some people do. Our ancestors knew about them. That's where we get these stories from. They saw a Scorpio blood moon, and they said, well, that's Lilith. The red Luna, the red woman, Scorpio, an eclipse. These are all the attributes of Lilith, all the attributes of Labrusha. Sometimes the moon can be helpful. Sometimes the moon can be harmful. That's the duality in all things. Sometimes Lilith appears as a beautiful woman. Sometimes she appears as a hag. Sometimes she appears as a black cat, which was the foundation of the idea that a lot of witches can appear as cats. She also appears as a snake and a bird. These are two symbols that have been intimately incorporated into the symbolism and the magic and the ritualism of what is going on in Ukraine from that black sigil and the Zions to the Zs on those Russian tanks and a lot of other things that are similarly related. Lilith vows to kill babies and cause infertility. Since Lilith is associated with the moon and the and the eclipse and Scorpio and the blood red. It's interesting to note that in esoteric tradition, the moon is what provides us with our ability to to think, to reflect. The moon is the great reflector, it reflects sunlight, right? So the moon allows us to reflect, to think. But there's another part of the moon, the dark side of the moon, That's kind of like our subconscious or our unconscious mind. It's like the psyche. It's the part that's not fully conscious. And this is where our demons reside. This is where the spirits that torment us reside. The dark side of the moon is home to snakes. Lilith also appears as a snake. Perhaps the snake in the Garden of Eden tempting Eve to get back at her. Spiders. 
Beetles. Centipedes. Creepy crawlies come from the dark side of the moon. It's said that the moon has demons that inhabit it in the esoteric tradition. But not physical demons. Spiritual demons. They assist in the spiritual development by ripping at the corruption, by tearing at the corruption within the spirit after death. So in Egypt, you know that the spirit, the soul, put in a boat on the water, and it goes through these different gateways in order to be reborn as a star or to be perhaps reincarnated. These are considered the seven gates in Babylon and Sumeria. It was the seven gates of Ishtar and the seven gates, like the seven classical planets, they were basically the, the equivalent of different parts of the body. So the wrists, the torso, the legs, the head, etc. So you go through these different, different gateways and then re- be reborn. And the demons that would uh, tear you apart and rip you apart were necessary evil because they were pulling the corruption out of you so you would become pure in order to reunite with Source. When these spirits and these demons manifest physically, they're these malevolent, dwarf-like spirits or demons that torment mankind in the esoteric tradition. It's from the dark side of the moon that we get these demons, that we get these creatures like beetles, centipedes, spiders, snakes, etc. It's from the dark side of the moon that we get the dark side of Lilith the literal killer of children, the literal essence of infertility and the extinguishing of life and the tempter of men. I want to read something to you that I find very interesting. This was yesterday, May 16th. I saw it earlier in the day. I decided not to talk about it. I thought we could talk about it tonight so we could expand a little bit on what we discussed Monday evening on The Secret Teachings. If you're just joining us, you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. Our website is thesecretteachings.info. Please go to our website, find our affiliate sponsor, Pro and Water Filters, check out our full show archive. If you don't subscribe to the archive to get access to private RSS feed, uh, you get access to the montages, the digital books, you get access to the show earlier in the day when it's pre-recorded. If you don't do that, if you don't buy one of my books separately, each book has its own page on the website, we're not going to be here anymore. And I'll say it over and over again. People always step up, they subscribe, they buy a book, etc. We're also trying to um, we're trying to get uh, some new equipment. So please, if you can, support The Secret Teachings, and that will allow us to continue to do what we do Monday through Friday, five nights a week. I hope that you find what we do here Unique. I hope that you're not finding uh, this kind of analysis and talk everywhere on radio because I, I don't want to be everybody. I want to be my own person. I want to do my own thing. And so I, I, I decided let's save this article for tonight and let's look at this article from a unique point of view. The article is about NFTs. Now, I don't like NFTs. If I'm being honest with you, I barely know what an NFT is. I don't like cryptocurrency. I don't like digital things. I don't like digital money. I don't like that money, whether it's in you know physical paper form that's turned into digital credits, a credit card, or it's something like a cryptocurrency. I, I don't want digital things. I want tangible things. I want a bag of rice. I want a bag of beans. I want some ammunition. I want a gun. 
I want books, physical books. I want highlighters. I want things that I can tangibly hold on to. I don't want digital things. So I don't like NFTs. You know, but maybe I could create an NFT of me hating NFTs. I could sell that. So I don't know. Um, th- this is an article about NFTs. And it, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Remember when I told you that Lilith, La Bruxa, she's the night spirit. And in tradition, she is a tree spirit. And since she represents in her darkest form the dark side of the moon where we get spiders and snakes and beetles and she also appears as a serpent perhaps in the garden of eden but she also because she is well she's the the patron saint of the dark side of the moon she gives birth to all these things snakes spiders beetles centipedes and she's considered the mother of all demons Okay, that's interesting. Why? Well, because yesterday, Madonna, the archetypical goddess mother, Madonna began defending her NFT collection that shows her giving birth to two things, a robotic centipede and a tree. Let me read you what the article says. Many found the collection too graphic, but the pop star said that she did want women have been doing since the beginning of time, giving birth. The three NFTs show Madonna giving birth to trees, also butterflies, the soul, the spirit, and centipedes. A robot centipede crawling out of her vagina she is called in these nfts the mother of all nature kind of reminds you of lady gaga's the birth of evil right you ever seen that music video the birth of evil madonna gives birth to centipedes and trees the archetypical goddess mother or the mother goddess well that's very similar to lilith because lilith is a tree spirit Lilith gives birth to spiders, beetles, snakes, and centipedes as the patron saint of the dark side of the moon. And that story came out yesterday, one day after the scarlet lunar eclipse. I don't find these types of things to be coincidental. They're not a conspiracy. I don't even know what that word means, honestly. What, is, what, is the cons- what does a conspiracy mean? It's not a conspiracy. It's, there's a lunar eclipse, the scarlet moon in Scorpio. And then there's the next day, Madonna, the archetypical mother goddess, and she's giving birth to trees and centipedes, two of the symbols of La Bruxa, the scarlet moon. Coincidental? I don't think so. One thing that struck my attention was a story in the Journal of Women's Health last week that I think is also related to what we're discussing this evening. The Journal of Women's Health was home to an article, a survey, a study about stress and menstrual cycle irregularities. Remember for months now, we've had women that have said once they've received a vaccine, they had abnormal menstrual cycles. And I said that I have no doubt that the vaccine, based on 
scientists and people like uh, Wolfgang Wodarg and Michael Yeadon, who warned that the vaccines could cause infertility, and a New England Journal of Medicine study on pregnancies. And now we've got hundreds of thousands of documents dumped by Pfizer, where they basically just didn't do any study on the effects of the vaccines and pregnancy. And they tell you in the inserts for the vaccines that they they don't have any evidence or proof, and then it comes out in the data dump that they don't have evidence or proof because they never did the study, which is something I've told you for a decade here on The Secret Teachings when a company says, there's no proof our product does this or this. Yes, because you just literally either didn't do the study or you did it and then threw the information out. That's why they don't have evidence. It's not like they did the study and they found that there's no proof. There's no evidence. They just didn't do the study. And that's essentially what Pfizer and the FDA did. They just, well, they didn't do anything. They just said it was it was safe for pregnant women. So we've known that for a while, but I've also told people that I don't think the vaccines are responsible for every person who dies. That's outrageous. That's like saying COVID-19 is responsible for everybody who dies. People in car wrecks and motorcycle accidents and people that, you know, just have a heart attack from a, a, a life of stress and poor food and lifestyle decisions. That's not dying of COVID-19. You're not dying of a vaccine. You're dying because of poor lifestyle conditions. You're dying because you you lived your life a little bit too hard and your heart gave out. You had a stroke, whatever. So it's not a vaccine. It's not COVID-19. But vaccines could contribute to menstrual cycle irregularities. And a lot of people that had their vaccines were experiencing this after the fact. But I also told people that stress and especially stress of having menstrual irregularities will cause menstrual irregularities. Based on the data collected, the researchers found that levels of perceived stress have been significantly higher in the COVID-19 pandemic compared to before the pandemic. That's obvious. More than half the participants reported at least one change in their menstrual cycle since the pandemic. Specifically, 50% of the participants reported a change in their menstrual cycle schedule, meaning starting or ending their cycle sooner or later than expected, and 34% of participants reported changes in their pre-menstrual cycle symptoms. The data showed that participants who report higher levels of perceived stress also report a change in their menses length and menstrual flow, light or heavy bleeding. There's, of course, other factors that play into this. The study was published, Impact of Stress on Menstrual Cyclicity During the Coronavirus Disease 2019 Pandemic, a Survey Study. So it's just a survey study. But it shows that women that are really, really stressed, they have menstrual irregularities. That's an obvious thing. I mean, that should be an obvious. You don't even need a survey to really determine that. But the survey is evidence of stress causing those menstrual irregularities. So what does that mean? What does that have to do with anything? Well, a blood moon, a scarlet moon, and a Scorpio moon, all components and correspondences of Lilith or Labrusha. And Lilith or Labrusha is a seducer of men who wants to kill children and causes women infertility. That story just came out, this came out last week, right before the, the eclipse, about the menstrual cycle irregularities. There have been others recently in the news as well. Plus, we're having baby formula shortages. And instead of getting that baby formula to Americans, we're throwing it at people crossing the border and shipping it to Ukraine. Makes zero sense. 
people try to act like they care so much. They're like, well, we have to help people at the border and help people in Ukraine. What about our own people? Maybe that's why people get upset and think, well, there's certainly a plan to replace not only voters, there's a plan to replace Americans. People don't like America. Some people don't. And they call that the, the great replacement, right? And the great replacement theory is a racist screed. It's the screeching of a racist bigot. Like the Buffalo, New York shooter, right? And now if you even have an opinion on something like that, like why are we sending baby formula to the border into Ukraine? Why are we giving tens of billions of dollars away to foreign countries when we have people that are starving, homeless, and can't afford gas in our own country? Well, it's all chaotic, of course. Why do women have all these menstrual cycle problems? Is it just stress? Is it something else? Why are we talking about abortion and killing babies? It's not a black or white issue. For some it is. Uh, We're talking about killing babies, infertility, and total chaos. I mean, this is all the spirit of LaBrucia. It's the spirit of Lilith, and I think some are trying to draw that spirit down and to conjure it up like all the other ancient gods, Zeus, Jupiter, etc., we see in the entertainment industry. Something to think about. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David John Oates from reversespeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. Our website, quickly, thesecretteachings.info. Find my books, our full show archive, free to the public. But if you want to get rid of the monetized advertisements, you can subscribe to our private archive, Get early access to the show when it's pre-recorded. Get access to my digital books. Get a private RSS feed to plug into your radio podcast player. If you are listening to the free archive, Apple, Google, wherever, please leave us a review. There are some people that don't like what we do, so they leave us really nasty reviews. About 98% of them are positive, though. So please leave us a review so we can override all the the negativity and all the... uh, the aggressive hatred of what we do for some reason. I, I don't know where that comes from. Uh, it comes from both people that are Christian and non-Christian thinking that we're either not Christian or that we are Christian. And that pisses Christians off for some reason. Very militant. I've never had that issue with, with, a, with someone of, of the Islamic faith. You know, I've always found Muslims to be so accepting. Uh, I, I don't know what that is about Christians. I, I mean, I grew up a Christian, but Christians seem to really just, either hate me or love me. And I don't know why it's the, I don't want to bash on Christians. I just don't know why that's, it's that Christian attitude that just either they, they hate this show or they love this show. And I don't, I don't know what that's about. So please go leave us a review on one of those radio podcast players. You buy a book, you subscribe, you keep us on air, www.thesecretteachings.info. Bringing you the secret teachings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you'd like to contact us or find us on social media, the email rdgable at yahoo.com and on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. That's facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Like us there or find us on Twitter, TST underscore underscore. So it's basically a dash, but it's the lower one underscore underscore radio, TST underscore underscore radio. Trying to grow an audience on Twitter again. So we'd like you to come over and follow us and interact with us over on the Twitter platform. Tonight is Labrusha. Labrusha is a name, a very ancient name, for a spirit or a goddess, in a sense, a dark goddess, a dark night spirit named Lilith. And this goddess, this spirit, this temptress, as she's called, 
is basically a correspondence in an anthropomorphized way of the scarlet moon eclipse that we saw on Sunday into Monday. We know the spiritual influence of the moon is dampened as a reflection of solar light because the spiritual influences are so incredibly powerful that the only way they can truly reach us is by reflecting off of, well, Jehovah's disk, the great reflector of the moon in the sky. It casts that light of Lucifer down here to earth. Now, if you think about it, and I've thought a lot about it, you find these correlations and correspondences from the moon and the sun and the earth back in the ancient world in mythology and symbolism, etc. You find them in, in, in science and, and, and astronomy today. When we have a scarlet moon in Scorpio, and we also have a series of violent events that take place over the weekend, and that's where our media is focused here in the West. Shootings, three of them, involving 13 people in two of those events. The third shooting didn't receive hardly any attention in Orange County, California. But three shootings over three days involving 13 people. One of the places was three miles from downtown. They tell us this over and over again. And the day before, that's Friday the 13th. And the day after that is the Scarlet Moon Sacrifice, blood spilling, the eclipse, Scorpio. This is all descriptive of goddess, temptress, demon, spirit, whatever you choose to call her, Lilith or Labrusha. Her planet is the moon. Her time are solstices, equinoxes, and eclipses. Her time is solstices, equinoxes, and eclipses. Her sign or her symbol, if you will, is Scorpio. And Lilith vows to kill babies and cause women to become infertile as a result of God pursuing her when she left the Garden of Eden in the mystical tradition. Because she knows, like Isis, the name of God. She appears as a snake, perhaps the snake in the garden. She appears also as a black cat, we know witches, right, appear as black cats. She appears as a bird as well, and as an owl. She's also followed by two owls. Like, Odin has the ravens, Lilith has the owls. Her home is the moon, but there's a part of the moon, the dark side of the moon, that is an expression of her dark side. Lilith is known as the mother of all demons, she gives birth to all the demonic entities, all the demonic creatures, and all those things that are not so demonic per se, because the dark side of the moon is also home to snakes, spiders, beetles, and centipedes, as well as all other manner of creepy crawlies. And when we're talking about the moon, or the dark side of the moon, we're, we're basically talking about a reflector of consciousness. The moon allows us to reflect on ourselves to think, to process, to go back and look at our lives. The dark side of the moon is basically unconscious, the subconscious mind, the psyche. Lilith is an expression of all of that. The destructive, chaotic element, the destructive, chaotic force in the world. So when we're looking at Lilith, we're looking at Labrusha, we're looking at the scarlet 
moon. And we're looking at all these events that took place over the weekend. We know that lunatic comes from Luna because there's a lot of violence when there's these kinds of events. This is evidence back in, well, it was back in 1978 or something. They, they did a study in Florida on this about violence and various forms of crimes increasing during the time of a full moon or uh, a lunar event. And these are all things that belong to to Lilith. So we had a story yesterday that continues to confirm this invocation. It's what I'm calling it. It's an invocation of the spirit of of Labrusha. Madonna, who is, well, she's the mother. She's the goddess. She's the archetype. Madonna is the mother of nature, essentially, and her new NFT collection that's making uh, headlines. Her NFT collection includes a 3D model of her vagina. And she's received a lot of backlash because of this. But she said that she's doing what women have done since the beginning of time. She's giving birth. What is she giving birth to? Well, remember I said Lilith gives birth to the spiders and the snakes and the centipedes on the dark side of the moon. She's also a tree spirit in the most ancient tradition. Well, Madonna has three NFTs showing her giving birth to trees, and centipedes. What are the chances of that? That story was reported on Monday, yesterday, the day after the lunar eclipse. Another study that came out of the Journal of Women's Health, a study, a survey, showed that women are experiencing irregular menstrual cycles. The study found that it's mostly women that are stressed and that are anxious. And there's no doubt that we've looked into how vaccines can cause menstrual irregularity, especially if we're talking about fertility regulating vaccines, FRVs. It goes back into the 1990s. Uh, basically, World Health Organizations were looking at and the World Bank was looking at fertility regulating vaccines. But I don't think every vaccine is causing menstrual cycle irregularities. I do think, however, worrying about that Being stressed can cause menstrual cycle irregularities, whether you got a shot or not. We know women are having menstrual irregularities and they're they're bleeding longer or shorter. Very abnormal. I mean, women know their cycles. And we're getting a lot of of stories, hundreds, if not thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of stories of women having these issues. It all relates to Lilith. Lilith is is the cause of infertility. She's the cause of the suffering, of of the bleeding, of the menstrual pain. Lilith also, in a dreamlike state, she hunts down the souls of the spirits of children and takes them. So there's an old superstition that if a baby smiles in their sleep, wake them up because Lilith is appearing as either herself or an owl, something, some form that makes the child smile. And when the child smiles and looks at her with its, you know, innocent eyes, she takes the soul. So she literally hunts down children in a dream state and steals their energy. I mean, that was the story of, of, of Wanda in Doctor Strange. She's dreamwalking and trying to steal a girl's energy, a power so she can have more access to the multiverse to enslave it, so that she can rewrite history. 
Now, I don't know much about uh, Wanda or Doctor Strange because I'm not I'm not a big comic book guy. But I do have an encyclopedia of witchcraft. And I looked up the Scarlet Witch in the encyclopedia. And it, I think it goes back to the, in the Marvel Universe. I think they created the Scarlet Witch uh, in the, it was like the 60s. Somebody might be able to correct me on that. But I think it was the 60s. I want to say 68. And in the story, Wanda has her children, not from actual physical intimacy, but she uses her hex powers, her magical powers, to give her a magical pregnancy. In, in other words, she's basically like Mary. She uses her magical powers and she becomes pregnant. She's basically like Isis. Because Isis gives birth to Horus after fashioning a golden phallus or one made out of beeswax to attach to her partially deceased husband partner Osiris who was chopped to pieces by Set or Seth Typhon who was then later killed by Horus the, the son avenges the father that was the story of the of the Northmen if you've seen the new movie the Northmen but uh, Scandinavian rather than than African mythology so Isis impregnates herself and she basically has a form of immaculate conception where she gives birth to this god without really having sex. That's the story of Mary. That's the story of Isis. And in the story of Lilith, the only other woman besides Isis in tradition that has the name of God, that utters the name of God, Lilith is known to give birth to demons because she has relations spiritually, energetically with other demons, with Satan, with the devil. And she gives birth to to demons. She gives birth to the snakes, the spiders, the beetles, the centipedes, just like Madonna's NFTs. So if you think about it, Lilith is the red goddess. Lilith is the scarlet witch. Her symbol is the moon. Her time is Scorpio and an eclipse as well as an equinox or a solstice. We just had the scarlet moon in Scorpio. That is Lilith. That is Labrusha. She gives birth through magical means to demons. The dark side of the moon, the psyche, the unconscious, the subconscious mind. Otherwise, the, the, the clear side of the moon is our ability to consciously think and reflect. Jehovah, the great reflector in the sky, reflecting the light of Lucifer, the morning star Venus down to earth. That's that story. Isis impregnates herself through magical means, just like Lilith impregnates herself through magical means. These two women are the only women that have the name of God. So they can create. They can create. In the story of Wanda in the Marvel Universe, she gets pregnant with her hex powers, with her magic. She actually has a magical pregnancy. She wants children so badly that she basically manifests them through sheer will and through sheer magical persistence. That means, and I don't know a lot about the Marvel Universe, I don't know a lot about these characters, but that tells me that Wanda, or the Scarlet Witch that came out of uh, the Marvel Universe, is just taken from the Whore of Babylon. It's taken from the corruption of Ishtar. It's taken from uh, the stories of, of Lilith. And it has relationship with Isis in Egypt, with Mary, the mother of, of Christ, 
the Immaculate Conception of Mary, of Isis, of Lilith, and of Wanda. It's all the same story. It's all the same mythos. That's why these, these stories and these, these, these characters are so powerful because they're archetypical. They last generation after generation after generation because they speak to us on the dark side of our consciousness. They're powerful. And yeah, when you look up in the sky and you see that scarlet moon and Scorpio and the eclipse, you're seeing something that our ancestors saw and they gave it a name. They anthropomorphized it. That is the temptress. That is Lilith. What does the moon do? What does the temptress, what does, what does Lilith do? Lilith causes infertility. She kills babies. She causes menstrual cycle irregularities. We're seeing menstrual cycle irregularities. We're seeing a shortage of baby formula. And the, and, and the baby formula that does exist and that's on the shelf, we're taking it and shipping it to the border or we're shipping it to Ukraine rather than giving it to people in our own country that need it. Total chaos. We're hearing the abortion argument again. Both sides, totally hysterical. One side that wants abortion to be legal doesn't even know the Supreme Court in Roe versus Wade said a woman's right to abortion is not even absolute. It's essentially not even a right. It's a condition being granted by government under the circumstances of what they determined in 1973 that a woman could get an abortion, but it shouldn't be done randomly for any reason at any time. That's what the majority opinion said in Roe versus Wade. So we've got abortions. We've got baby formula shortages. We've got chaos fertility issues, menstrual cycle irregularities, and literally discussing whether we should be able to kill a baby or not at what point. It's all the spirit. It's all the energy of Lilith. And what does the moon control? Well, the moon controls the oceans. It's like the trident of Ukraine. It's controlling the emotions, our emotions, our ability to reflect. It's controlling currents of energy, currents of water, currents of our emotional, energetic, electrical states. But it also affects, because the word menses comes from the moon. The cycle of the moon and the cycle of menstruation. So some women find that they actually are, are aligned with the moon. Every full moon, they begin menstruating, or roughly every full moon. And the cycle can change, but the moon is in control of Oceans and currents, it's in control of our emotions and our currents and in control of menstruation. So if there's something funky with the moon, there might be menstrual issues. If there's something funky with the moon, there might be something going on with children, with babies, with nutrition, with feeding those babies, because this is all the spirit of Lilith creating chaos in defiance of God, in defiance of creation. And for women that take Lilith as a symbol of independence, they have no idea what that sigil represents. Because there are other women, like Isis, for example, who is not a temptress. She's a creator. She controls the waters. That's why she's usually shown with a little boat. She's a beautiful expression of femininity and creation. Lilith is the dark side of that. She doesn't want there to be beauty, although she can appear deceptively as a beautiful woman. She wants there to be chaos. She wants there to be destruction. She wants there to be dead babies, infertile women, 
and men that are seduced and taken away from their women. Seduced by the succubus. She is the succubus. She gives birth to the snakes and the spiders and the centipedes, like Madonna. She wants there to be chaos. She wants there to be the extinguishing of life. The recent Scarlet Moon eclipse has been accompanied in popular culture by references to witchcraft, demons, and other forms of bodily and mental, mental uh, sacrifices. You look at all these different things in, in pop culture and you start to recognize whether it's in entertainment and movies or could just be news and, and social media. I mean, what, what, is, what has been trending? Megan Fox drinking blood. Uh, fetishes in Hollywood of eating flesh, bite laps, uh, or you have ambrosia. Baby formula shortages, menstrual irregularities, discussions on whether we should kill babies or not, abortion. At what time is it appropriate? When is it appropriate? I mean, these are all, if you study Lilith, these are all expressions of Lilith. The night spirit, the screech owl, She's a spirit of trees as well. And she has the name of of God, just like Isis. So whether it's Mary or it's Isis, both of which are impregnated through magical means, or it's Lilith, the mother of all demons, or it's Wanda. From Doctor Strange, the Scarlet Witch. She wants children so bad she manifests them through magical means, through hex magic or hex powers, and she gets pregnant through an immaculate conception. It's all the same character. It's all the same story. Interesting little piece of information, too. If you look at the moon as, as the great reflector, as the mother, what does the mother provide her children? This is just a little fun factoid. It's, it's not really related to tonight's show, but what does the mother provide her children with? Milk. Milk is a, a nurturing substance. And by the way, one of the things in milk, this is a separate fun factoid, one of the things in milk that is almost missing is protein. Babies don't need the protein as much as they need the other things. If, if babies needed that protein, then the whole nature would have created a substance that women could produce that would have been mostly protein. They don't need as much protein. They need other things in that, in that milk. But milk, in the esoteric tradition, for bonus points, anybody know what milk is called? It's kind of a, it's kind of a weird name. In the esoteric tradition, milk is called moon juice. I just found that interesting. Milk is called moon juice. Moon juice. Because it's the mother that provides us with with the milk. It's the juice of the moon. Kind of I don't know if that I don't know if that sounds gross. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that sounds like, but just it's an interesting little piece of piece of information. And, uh, you know, when you think about these things, I understand that if you listen to this show or maybe you, you saw what, I mean, I personally, what I posted on social media about all of this, I get, I really do. I get it. Why people ask about conspiracy theories. I like, I, I think it's because the average person just doesn't think and they do not look for correlations and patterns. They just don't care. I mean, I really think that a lot of people have been conditioned to believe, mostly through media, that patterns 
and parallels and even coincidences should be dismissed because parallels, patterns, and coincidences are just some rubbish conspiracy. I said this last night, and I'll say it again tonight. I don't know what the word conspiracy means. I, I, you can define it for me. I can pull it up in a dictionary. I do not know what the word conspiracy means anymore. I'm looking for parallels. I'm looking for patterns. I'm looking for coincidence. I'm looking for synchronicities. I'm looking for imagery that speaks to the subconscious. I want to know why, if I go into a, a book on mythology or Jewish mysticism, and I find the story of Lilith, and that book tells me Lilith wears red clothing, her planet is the moon, her time are the solstices, equinoxes, and eclipses, her sign is Scorpio, and she vows to kill babies, cause infertility, and become a seducer, a succubus of men, because she was pursued by God when she left the garden, and she knew the name of God like Isis, and she became very upset and vowed to destroy creation. I mean, that also speaks to the power of a woman when she's angry, right? Just like the power of a woman when she can create life. She can be as destructive as creative. So it's a metaphor. It's a symbol. It's a sigil. But if I find all that in a book on mythology, let's say, and then I find we have a scarlet moon in Scorpio, I start thinking, well, it's probably because our ancestors saw a scarlet moon in Scorpio and they anthropomorphized it. That's probably what happened. And Now when we see it today, we see something that we consider to be science. Science says it's a scarlet moon. As if that is supposed to mean that there's no other meaning but our ancestors saw it as an actual spirit. And the day where the, the scarlet moon dissipates, the morning of Monday, the, the, the 16th, stories come out about Madonna, the archetypical mother of nature, the goddess, and she's giving birth to trees and centipedes in these NFTs, three of them in particular. There's the number three again. And we know that the home of Lilith, the moon, the dark side is the home specifically of snakes, spiders, beetles, and centipedes, creepy crawly things, the little, little demons, the little Pac-Man ghosts in our brain. That's our psyche. The conscious mind is the light side of the moon. The dark side is the unconscious mind. And she gives birth. Lilith gives birth to the centipedes. She's also a tree spirit. And here's Madonna giving birth to trees and centipedes. So when I find that information in a book and then I look at what's happening in, in, in the world around us and I think, well... Mary gave birth from an immaculate conception. Isis gave birth from an immaculate magical conception. Lilith gives birth to demons through magical conception. And in the Marvel Universe, it's Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, who pursues a, you know, a child through the dreamlike state, like Lilith does, pursuing babies to take their soul. She also gets pregnant through magical means. Same archetype, same symbol, same sigil, all in honor, and as an expression of La Bruxa. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info. Please, if you have the means, donate to the show. Buy a copy of one of my books. Sign up on Patreon. Grab a Pro One water filter. Check it all out at thesecretteachings.info and stay with us. There's still more coming up.
Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. For the curious ones out there, the music tonight is by White Bat Audio. You can find them on YouTube. They allow us to use their music royalty-free. White Bat Audio on YouTube. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I hope that you're enjoying the show tonight. And I hope, like so many of you who email me and continue to email me, telling me that you find this show unique and informative and different than a lot of other radio shows. I hope that you continue to think that, and I hope that maybe you learn something tonight. In fact, as every night I'm talking and I start to realize parallels, patterns, correspondences, and things 
about what I'm discussing that I didn't even think of before the show, because this is totally improv. For those of you who don't know that, this is totally improv. I have a few news articles, but the show is totally improv, so I don't know where the show's going to go most nights, and then I just kind of let the spirit influence me to take me to to where I need to be. And uh, there's a lot of spiritual influences that we're probably not that aware of. The moon is, is one of them. The spiritual influence of the moon is positively dampened as a reflector of solar light, and that therefore means that the solar light, which is so strong, so powerful, that it reflects off of the moon onto earth. This is the story of Jehovah casting Lucifer to earth, or Venus, the morning star to earth, God casting Lucifer out of heaven. But it also speaks to what the moon is. It's a reflector, a great reflector in the sky that allows us to reflect on our lives, reflect on events, things that, that we've done, uh, our consciousness. On the other side of the moon is the dark side, of course, and that's our unconscious, that's our subconscious. That's where all the little Pac-Man demons are that pursue us. That's where the little dwarf-like creatures are. That's where the spiders are, the snakes, the beetles, the centipedes. That's where all the creepy, crawly things are. They're given birth. They're given life by the dark side of the moon. They're given life by that temptress that we call La Bruxa, the name of tonight's broadcast. La Bruxa, or Lilith. The recent scarlet moon eclipse has been accompanied in popular culture by references to witchcraft, demons, and both mental and bodily sacrifice. The story of the Scarlet Witch in the Marvel Universe is that of Wanda, who obtains an immaculate conception of her child, children, she actually has more, more than one child, through magical hex powers. This is the same story of Isis, the same story of Lilith, and the same story of Mary. You're a Christian. I'm not sorry that you don't like it. That's the archetype. Mary gives birth through magical means. Isis gives birth through magical means. Lilith gives birth through magical means. Wanda gives birth through magical means. The Scarlet Witch. If you look at the story of Mary, you find that Mary, she might not be like Isis or Lilith in the sense that those two goddesses, those two spirits have the name of God on their tongue. They can create, they can destroy, they are extremely powerful. And although Isis appears as both white and black, she's creative and destructive, that is the power of the feminine. It also speaks that Isis and Lilith are kind of, they're kind of parallel opposites because Isis is a creator goddess. She is the mother of all things, the mother of nature which is, by the way, the literal name of one of Madonna's NFTs where she's giving birth to centipedes and trees and butterflies. That's the soul. And that all has to do with the dark side of the moon, which gives us centipedes and spiders and snakes and, well, tree spirits. Lilith was a tree spirit, which could also align her story with that of Osiris in the coffin. But it's actually Osiris who is cut up into pieces by Typhon, his brother Set or Seth, and he's put back together by Isis through a magical ceremony. And then she impregnates herself through magical means on his, well, it's literally a golden phallus, the obelisk, or that made of beeswax. So Isis, just like Mary, gets pregnant through magical means, and although she has the name of God on her tongue and Mary doesn't necessarily have the name of God, she gives birth to the God. 
She births it into existence. So Mary, Isis, and Lilith all share that in common, as does the Scarlet Witch from the Marvel Universe. Now, the reason I bring all these up, I could find probably 10 more, 15 more, 20 more, because it's all the same story. It's all the same archetype. Whether it's the Bible, comic books, ancient Jewish mystical tradition that's not in the Bible, or it's Isis, probably one of the most recognized and popular mythologies in the world out of ancient Egypt. Again, the Bible, ancient mythology, ancient, more secretive, mystical mythology, and comic books. It's all the same story. It's all the same character. I mean, Joseph Campbell said that George Lucas was one of his best students because George Lucas fundamentally understood the archetypes. And that's why when we go see Star Wars, whether we like some of the new ones or not, it's powerful generations later, not just because we saw it as kids. I didn't. I wasn't alive when Star Wars came out. But it was powerful, and it's resonated through generations because, like Lord of the Rings or like Harry Potter, it follows the same basic formula. doesn't matter if it's Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, or find another cult classic series and look at it, and you'll find the same archetypes, the same story, because it's the same thing over and over and over and over again. It's just told in different ways. Lilith, Mary, Isis, Wanda, all the same character, all become pregnant through magical means. Now, the recent eclipse, the blood moon, is related to that of the night spirit Lilith or Labrusha. She appears as both a beautiful woman and a hag manifesting as a snake, bird, owl, and tree. She was the first woman in the garden, and after refusing to submit to God and to Adam, vowed to kill babies and cause infertility in women. She also became the succubus seducer of men in their dreams. She typically wears red, or she has very red hair with uh, red clothing, or just black hair with red clothing. She draws down the power of the moon and represents those demons from the dark side of the moon that torment mankind. It is from the shadow side of that great reflector that we get spiders, snakes, beetles, and centipedes, and all other creepy crawlies. And just in time for all of this is the NFT collection of Madonna, mother of nature like Isis, the archetype of the goddess mother, giving birth to trees and centipedes. In the esoteric tradition, the moon is the reflector of our consciousness, and the dark side is our unconscious, home to demons, spiders, centipedes, and snakes. This is Lilith. She is the causation of menstruation because she is the moon. The moon influences menstruation just like it influences uh, the tides. This is Lilith. Menses, menstruation, comes from the moon, the moonth, the root of that word because of the, of the cycle. Lilith is the devourer of, of children. She is the devourer of the sexuality of men. She causes women to become infertile. These are all things that are the essences of the spirit Lilith. A recent study in the Journal of Women's Health also proposed and brought more attention to the idea that women have becoming have have have, have come to have these uh, irregular menstrual cycles. Some say, "Oh, it's a vaccine." Others say, "Oh, it was COVID nineteen." We've seen it on both sides. Uh, I mean, my stance is likely that there's certainly something relating to the vaccines because Pfizer, based on this these data dumps that have been coming out from the FDA. 
they never really did any safety studies for pregnant women. That's why they could say that there was no effect that that was known because they didn't do any studies. So I, I don't doubt that there's any, uh, you know, that there's a possibility that there could be an effect from the vaccines for COVID-19, the mRNAs on menstruation and, and the placenta, whether it's the placenta or it's the fetus, because there's clearly a difference. And a company can say there's no effect on the fetus, but there could be an effect on the placenta, which would then terminate the fetus if the baby doesn't have that, you know, that, that nutritional sac. So certainly those COVID-19 vaccines could cause that. But the media started saying about a year ago that it was actually COVID-19, the disease that was causing the menstrual cycle irregularities right after the vaccine started to roll out. So there's an argument on both sides. Is it the vaccines? Is it the disease? Or it could just be stress. And that's what this report from the Journal of Women's Health proposed. Women are having abnormal menstrual cycles because of stress. But there's a lot more than that going on. There's a baby formula shortage. And the formula that we do have is being shipped to the border, and it's being shipped to Ukraine, along with tens of billions of taxpayer dollars. Places like Italy and places like, um, uh, there's various countries in Europe that are being told to cut back on their power and cut back on showering and using water because we need all that to, to fight Putin. I mean, you, you have to be clinically brain dead to actually think that that is, that is a solution to any perceived problem. But alongside of the menstruation irregularities, the moon regulates menstruation, the moon regulates tides, the moon regulates emotion. That's what we call people lunatics. This has actually been studied during full moons and lunar events. People become a little bit mad. So tides menstruation, emotions, baby formula shortages, protests on abortions that have turned violent as the subject fills nightly news reports. This is all the influence of the scarlet moon. This is all the influence of the tree spirit. This is all the influence of the night temptress Lilith. All of it. All coming from the dark side of the moon. So it's also psychology. It's the unconscious mind. And perhaps we can better understand this stuff by looking into the unconscious. Perhaps we can understand this stuff by looking into ourselves to see that La Bruxa influences our decisions and influences our lives in ways that we don't understand in the same way that ISIS does. In the same way that, well, Mother Mary does. I mean, it really irritates me personally when someone says, no, 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 Mary was a different story. Well, did she get pregnant through magical means? Yes. But that was God. Well, Isis, as I mean, Isis was the creator. O- Osiris was God. Uh, they, they gave birth to, to Horus through magical means. Same story. I mean, th- th- an angel even confronts Isis in the Egyptian story to tell her she's going to give birth to a son. Literally, an S-U-N, a son. The hawk head God, Horus, hawks, birds, again, birds, snakes, birds kill the snakes, Horus and Typhon or Apollo and the Python. Okay, is, is, is Mary also a woman giving birth through magical means who gives birth to a god? Yes, Isis, Lilith have the ability to give birth to gods or to demons or to devils because they know the name of God. They can utter the name of God. When Lilith was kicked out of the garden and pursued by God's angels in the story, she utters the name of God and 
stops the angels from pursuing her. She's extremely powerful, but it's mostly a metaphor. I actually had somebody, I should try to pull this up. I had somebody over on uh, the Apple podcast app who said something about uh, the secret teachings and said that, that I don't know anything about the Bible, which I thought was a very weird kind of a statement to make. Like, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but somebody left a, uh, somebody left a comment that I'm going to read it to you. Uh, They said a sometimes informative show. Ryan is a bit bland and droll. That's okay. Almost kind of sounds like a poem. Sometimes informative show. Ryan is a bit bland and droll, but once he starts to talk, he gets on a roll. (laughs) If you are a Christian and want to listen to his podcast, I recommend that you do so. But know this, he has absolutely no knowledge of the Bible. He said it's, it's a metaphor. I, I don't know why you would need to be a Christian to listen to this show. I don't know why you would need to not be a Christian to listen to the show. I don't really understand what this obsessive compulsive fetishing of religion and politics is for freaking everything. Everything. It's just this... This obsessive compulsive fetish. Does my religion allow it? Does my politics allow it? It's really, really, really disturbing to me. Free thought should include all thought. So we can think, we can have a thought experiment here on the show. We can talk about things like ancient Jewish mystical tradition. I can tell you about the golem as well. That doesn't mean that I'm, I'm I'm a Jew. That doesn't mean I'm a I'm I'm a, you know a, a mystic. It just means that I can read. It means I mean basically to be sarcastic here. It it means I'm literate. It means I'm literate. I read mythology books. I read I read books that were written by Muslims, Christians, Jews, mystics. You name it. I I I, I like I, it's kind of a separate issue, but it's also part of this. Like I don't get why that has to be the defining factor in everything what my religious identity, what my political identity allows me to examine. No, no, no. Mary is not the same thing as Isis or Lilith. Wanda's a comic book character. How dare you compare the Scarlet Witch to Mary? It's the same exact story. They have the magical power to conceive, to give birth to gods, to goddesses, to demons, to devils. And it's not literal. It's a metaphor because... Like a man who has feminine qualities, a woman who is powerful and living her best life, as the kids nowadays say, a woman has the ability to create or destroy. If you can get a woman to submit to a rabid political ideology where she hates children, hates families, and hates everything that is creative and beautiful in the world, You've taken a very powerful thing and you've turned it into a weapon to destroy all life. The women that run around screaming that they want abortion without even understanding what Roe versus Wade was or is or what might be, not understanding what the Supreme Court originally said, the women that run around who literally, in fact, my Encyclopedia of Witchcraft has a section on this that some feminist groups literally worship Lilith. Because she wanted to kill children, make women infertile, and seduce men, basically, for fun. And some feminist group take on Lilith as basically a, 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 a goddess, and they worship her. You're, you're literally worshiping, I mean, I talk about it because I find it 
utterly fascinating. But if you're worshiping this, you're worshiping destruction, chaos, evil. It's not a devil. It's not a religious thing. These, these goddesses like, like Isis, for example, she's white and she's black. She's white when she's positive. She's black when she's negative. Everybody has that expression within them. Everything is a breath. You breathe in, you breathe out. Night and day, hot and cold, et cetera, et cetera. But Isis, if you worship the dark side, is emotionally unstable, is kind of, you know, angry, frustrated. She's trying to find her lover. Lilith is, is, is a much more extreme version because Lilith isn't just, doesn't just have the power to create. She rejects God. She rejects Adam. She wants to create her own world. She's kind of like uh, the android in the, the Alien franchise. She wants, she's like, she wants to create her own world. She wants to create her own beings, demons, devils, etc. But ultimately, it's a metaphor because Lilith is the moon, the dark side of the moon, unconsciousness. The moon is the reflector of our consciousness, allowing us to reflect on our decisions, our, our, our experiences, etc. And the dark side of the moon gives birth to the demons, the creepy crawlies, the snakes, spiders, beetles, centipedes, the things that crawl in our mind and tell us we're no good, the devil on our shoulder. That's the moon and the demons of the moon birthed by Lilith Labrusha. It's a metaphor of psychology. It's a metaphor of existence. Worshiping the darkness is indicative. It is implicating of a fundamental understanding of what you're even doing. It's a fundamental misunderstanding of what what worship is. A fundamental misunderstanding of what that character is like Lilith that you're worshiping. You're literally worshiping the murder of innocence. That's what she represents. She's she's not a good character. She's not something that should be worshipped. She's a warning. It's just like with... There's a lot of Christmas traditions around the world. Mostly Germanic. Uh, Germany, Austria, places like that. And since the veil is thin between the, the, the worlds, it's a common practice, and this is described in my book, Occult Arcana. If you go to our website, you can get a copy of it. And by the way, please only buy that book through our website. Don't buy that on Amazon if you see somebody selling it. www.thesecretteachings.info. I have a whole section on all the ancient holidays and the modern holidays. Big section. And I, I talk about this story of, well, they call it in Rome, the Lords of Misrule, where they switch roles with the wealthy and the poor. But basically what it is is you have the, the, the wearing of masks that show demons and devils. And, and I talk about the story of Krampus. We talk about Krampus every year. And some people, they have Krampus festivals. Some people do it for fun, and other people do it because they really are worshiping Krampus. They, they really like the spirit of, of darkness and evil, and they, they're feeding it. And they don't fundamentally understand what it is that they're feeding. They think, oh, this is an actual God that will give me power. No, it's a distorted version of the real God. It's a distorted version of the real spirit. And worshiping it is to your detriment. It's not something to be proud of and to brag about. I mean, if you want to put on a Krampus mask and have a party, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the people that there are people that literally worship Krampus like they do Lilith. Not understanding that you wear the scary masks to show how putrid and disgusting and how unsavory that energy, that spirit is. You don't want to be that. You wear the spirit 
mask or the, 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 like the Halloween mask is another example. The veil is thin. You wear the Halloween masks to ward off evil spirits. You want to wear something scary to scare the, the, that's scarier than the other spirits when the veil is lifted and they come over into our world. That's where the Halloween costume comes from. The same thing with Christmas. But you have these evil, demonic, skeletal, uh, dark things because they're supposed to scare away other evil and they're supposed to hopefully scare away that evil so you can welcome good and so that devils and demons don't pursue you. They see you as something scary. That's the idea. The idea is not to wear those things to become them. Then you become the very thing that the reason you wear the mask is to get away from those things. You become that thing. It's bizarre how we have people that literally worship Lilith, that literally worship Krumpus. It's a fundamental miswiring, a misunderstanding of what those symbols and and, and sigils and what those energies represent. It's so fundamentally misrepresented that it's actually like it's almost hilarious. It's like not understanding how to, you know, how to how to do something so basic. It's like not understanding how to put shoes on. You just stand on them rather than putting your feet in them. You put a hat on upside down. I don't understand why it doesn't fit because the hat's upside down. I don't understand why I feel miserable. I like the darkness. I want to walk. Why do you feel that way? Because you're worshiping Lilith. Because you're worshiping Krumpus. Those those aren't meant to be things to be worshipped. They're meant to be things to warn you to stay away from the darkness and to proceed toward the light. It's really it's really kind of funny how how people literally just don't understand that 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 simple basic concept. And this is the thing that I I, I also furthermore to understand. I tell you that, and I feel that a Christian should agree with that. That a Muslim should agree with that. That a Jewish person should agree with that. That a, the mystic person should agree with that. But what happens is Christians get really upset because, oh no, how you shouldn't even mention the names, or they have an issue with it. So then they think that this is an anti-Christian show because I dared to talk about Lilith. I'm not talking about Lilith tonight to glorify her. I'm talking about Lilith tonight as a warning and to show you the anthropomorphization of the Scarlet Moon and the three-day festival from Friday the 13th to the Scarlet Moon and the three days of shootings involving 13 and 3 and how that is synchronistically, numerologically important and significant and is an expression of the unseen world. And the more attention and energy and focus we put on this, the more we are invoking the darkness of Lilith or La Bruxa, the more we're invoking the darkness of Krampus and these other demons and characters that are from the dark side of the moon, the snakes, the spiders, the beetles, the centipedes, etc. I mean, why do you think Madonna has NFTs where she's giving birth to centipedes, where she's giving birth to trees? Uh, One of them is called the mother of nature. She is the archetype of the goddess, like Mary, Isis, Lilith, and the Scarlet Witch in, in Marvel. The ability to destroy, the ability to create. But in order to destroy or create, before you can do any of these things, you have to make a decision. Are you going to be a creator or a destroyer? The destroyers are those things that we should ward off. We should stay away from. The creators are those things that we should we should desire. We should desire their company because the creation, the beauty, the life, the light, the warmth, these are things that are good for all people. They're not destructive. They're not caught up. They're not, they're, they don't create misery and, and pain and suffering. So when we have women with menstrual cycle disorders, uh, menstrual cycle irregularities, and we have people in general that seem to be losing their minds, attacking comedians on stage, when we have 
issues with fertility, when we have baby formula shortages, when we have a scarlet moon, a red moon, on the weekend of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where we have Friday the 13th, shootings involving 13 and 3s, and then that scarlet moon, that scarlet moon in Scorpio, Scorpio is the sign of Lilith. An eclipse like a solstice or an equinox is the time of Lilith. She is the red woman, the red clothing, the whore of Babylon, the harlot translated from Hyradol, which was a sacred woman who wore red in the mysteries, in the bridal chamber, in order to assist in the initiation and rebirth. That's where you get born-again Christians. That's where you get the bride of Christ. It comes from the bridal chambers and the being born again in the ancient mysteries. And they took the sacredness of that, somebody at some point, and they inverted it so that Lilith would become the whore. Another way in which she was cast out of the garden, and so with the name of God on her lips, she was able to create a horde, uh, a legion of demons. And then here's Madonna giving birth to the centipedes, which come from the dark side of the moon. That's where Lilith resides in our in our subconscious and our unconscious. That's the dark side of the moon. The, 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 the light side is our conscious mind, our ability to reflect great reflector in the sky. Lucifer cast to earth from heaven. Jehovah, the moon god, casting the light of Venus to earth. Spiritual influences that influence us in ways that we don't really know until we think about them. It's like breathing. That is the dark side of the moon. That is Labrusha. That is the, 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 the essence of, of darkness and chaos and corruption. We understand that the masks for Halloween or Christmas, for example, it's it's meant to scare away other spirits. It's meant to, to terrify you into realizing how ugly it is to become something like that. It's a metaphor. But just because something's a metaphor doesn't mean that it can't be real. Like, yes, the story of Lilith is a metaphor, but it's also real because there, is, there really is a scarlet woman, a scarlet moon, a scarlet luna in Scorpio this weekend. It's a real thing. It's been anthropomorphized by our ancestors. Now today, instead of looking at the world through those means, which were at the time science, we look at them through a very strict, rigid scientific point of view or a very strict, rigid religious point of view. And we dismiss all the, the influences that otherwise could be beneficial, the creative, uh, 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 beautiful things, uh, uh, creation and life and all these other things. It, I mean, when you, and when you have menstrual cycle irregularities, birth, uh, birth issues, uh, whether that's from vaccines or it's from stress or it's from a disease, when you have women that have those irregularities in fertility and menstruation, and you have baby formula shortages. I mean, what did Lilith do? Well, Lilith said that she would kill babies, cause infertility in women, and she would seduce men, separate families. That is Lilith. That's who she is. Labrusha. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast this evening. Go back and check out our full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Leave us a review on the many radio and podcast players. And if you want to get rid of the monetized advertisements, please subscribe to our show. You get access to all the shows, montages, my digital books, early access to the show, and a private RSS feed. We have zero financial supporters except for you. Nobody tells us what we can and cannot talk about. Nobody finances this show. My hard work, my blood, my sweat, my tears, my lack of sleep, your support, your energy. This is a sigil. This is a symbol, the secret teachings of thought, consciousness, reflection, creation, 
It's a thought experiment. Just because I say something doesn't mean I necessarily believe it. I'm looking at the various angles, and I hope that you recognize that and enjoy that here on The Secret Teachings, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. TheSecretTeachings.info is the website, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter, and go check out the show that I did earlier tonight with Clyde Lewis over on Ground Zero on Aftermath. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We will talk to you on the next broadcast. drilling to the earth you want you're not going to find hell you can take spaceships uh, you're not going to find heaven they're not physical places what happened before the big bang the church of course saw scientists as a great threat illuminati secret society illuminati